Welcome to the Midwest Scrubcast. I'm Emily Rastel, and I'll be your pilot for the party bus today. Joining us in the gunner slot is Clint AC Face Houston. Hello. So let me derail us right here. Um, due to a failure on Dan's part during recording, my audio did not get recorded. So throughout this podcast, there's going to be awkward moments of silence or uh, parts where it just cuts off and then cuts back in. And maybe some parts where people just sound like they're talking to themselves. Uh, so enjoy. Uh, oh, here is uh, the Midwest scrub himself, uh, Dan Peterson. Hello. And in the other crew slot, today we have Gordon, possibly the worst, Berg. Uh, uh, okay, hang on. You guys are going to have to forgive me. I, I went to go take a nap inside uh, a cargo container, and the next thing I know, I've woken up on some Trandoshan slaver. There's a guard standing with a blaster pointing my head, telling me to read, and our special guest is Matt Carey. Perfect. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> uh, and I'll toss it back to the pilot, uh, the terror rassel, Emily Rastel. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Uh, all right. So um, as previously mentioned, we are welcoming today uh, a, um, what should we say, like a, a temporary crew temporary member? A, a, crew a, member, a, yeah, temporary there's co-host. A there's another word for that. Um He's on a trial basis. Trial, yes. Yeah, a trial yeah. He's crew He's on a trial member. basis. Uh-huh. So for those who might be wondering, Matt, for whatever reason, got invited to participate in uh, Team USA for the X-Wing Team Championships. So the general idea of the X-Wing Team Championships is that, you know, kind of the best players in a country get sent to other countries to play X-Wing and represent their country. So it logically follows that if Matt is being sent, he's good, and if he's good, he can't be on the cast. So <laughs> he's he's his scrub status is just in in extreme doubt right now. Right? <laughs> that so, explains everything. Why I'm here? You need someone terrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly right. So no, that's why we reached out to you specifically. Figured you could fill in for a little while. And uh, Matt's going to be here. Kind of, list. I get it. <laughs> Matt's going to be here, kind of overseeing the the uh, the process of finding his replacement. Uh, so until we find somebody, I guess he gets to hang out in the snuggling smuggling compartment. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and why not start with the worst? Right? Possibly yeah. the worst. Possibly the worst. Uh, nope, he said it, no tag back. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get it. I mean, I do have to come back, Gordon, to do you have a ribbon that says literally the worst? <laughs> All right. Okay, now look, that doesn't matter. I have experience and marketing. <laughs> I have been here long before you. That and is no true. No stupid ribbon is going to make you any worse than me. <laughs> okay, so let's you let's try this. Water, we'll have a worse off. You will lose. <laughs> so, so let's try this. Uh, worst finish at a major X-wing competition. Oh, okay. Uh, what do we define as major? Uh, like trial or regional and up? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crap. Um. <laughs> yeah, I. I, it may be three and three, and it might oh. be as as four as high as four and two. Okay, so my worst was Adepticon last year, where oh, I went. Oh, that's right. I went Adepticon. one and five, and my oh. one was a buy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. 
I was thinking about that. I, I tend to do okay at like regional level stuff, but every time we go above that, it is a train wreck. Uh, yeah, my Adepticons have been a miserable experience. I'm right there with you. You, you may have beat me by one, uh, one win, you know, that you got. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've done ju- almost as bad. So I, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I get to those level events and I just tank. Yeah, yeah, same. Absolutely. <laughs> And, and what feels bad about that is you're actually putting money into something like this, right? right? I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm paying for this. <laughs> I mean, granted, I still had fun, but uh, but yeah, I traveled no, I here. Exactly I, you mean. I got a hotel. Right. I paid for tickets. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yes. I went. I I put. I stunk. How much into what for what? I don't need to spend this kind of money to get this kind of experience. I can do that at home on my own. And then on top of that a podcast host that I'd listened to a lot, every time he saw me, he yelled scrub at me. <laughs> at least oh, you got your back. name right. Oh. They yelled coach at me. <laughs> I was just about to, I was, I was just about to cut in. Yes. I was, we, we I was got just... too quickly into the worst off. No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> well, Gordon ruining the intro is kind of his thing. It is. So yeah. Uh-huh. I get those right every time. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it is intentional. If, I mean, that's the joke, right? You yeah, find yeah. a way to. I mean, when we did our last episode, Mikhail was genuinely shocked that I got it right. He didn't know what happened, yeah. so he just he just blurted that out. He went, "Wait, you what?" Sa- <laughs> you said it's an intentional joke that you screwed up every time. I do. A veil has been lifted. <laughs> my eyes have been opened. <laughs> Scales have fallen off of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Emily, it's do you want to just screw the same lineup a different way every time? Oh my <laughs> yeah, God. Yes, that, that is skill. It's true. I can see it. I can see it. All right. So for for any of the listeners who don't know him by name and reputation, uh, our and why would you not? <laughs> our oh, I've got an example for that. Before I okay, I'll stop interrupting Emily. But I, I just want to point, point out an example. <laughs> um, uh, our guest slash trial crew member today is Gordon Berg, the host of the Stay on Target podcast, which is a I, fun podcast yeah, that you should all go listen to. Dang it. Dang <laughs> it. So here's an example of how I'm the worst, Dan. Okay. Uh, today, mm-hmm. when um, uh, I was just not even paying attention to uh, uh, the 312, is that correct, Matt? Three, yes. Yeah, 312 Squadron. All right. So... I'm sitting down at my computer. I, I throw it. I, I always like to have Twitch just up on one of my monitors, and I'm sitting down. I'm getting ready to watch the Masters, you know. And uh, but I but I've got that up, and I'm like, oh look, an X-wing game. And I'm not even paying attention to it. I'm getting ready to focus on something else. The next thing I know, my name is being mentioned, and not in a kind way. And I'm like, who? And I don't know who it is. I, I'm like, who is that? And and he is ripping me a new one. <laughs> And so I start typing in the chat, hang on a second. And then Matt goes, oh, my God, he's here. Oh, well, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. And the host, Nick, just doesn't even react because he doesn't even know who I am. Oh, so no. there you go. <laughs> I mean, to be so fair, wasted. Nick is a relatively newer player. I mean, probably in the last year and a half. Right? Couple years? I don't know. I don't know how long he's been playing. Two years, probably. I guess. I mean, he's been doing stuff with Dion for a while now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then we saw him. We met him, um, probably two years ago. Has at, it at been that, that long? At, in Illinois, because remember, remember 
Oh yes, yeah, a, year doesn't an exist. Entire year. Right. Yeah. So whatever. So we should be thinking two and a half, three years. Yeah. Okay. However long ago you think something was, just add one year, just forever okay. from this point on. Right. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, like, you guys haven't really recorded in the past year, except for this one recent episode, right? Okay, but if we're going to be talking about the community of X-wing players that have only become new to the game in just this past year sure i can un- you can make the argument why would anybody know us mm-hmm. but i want to say that extends way beyond that we were not <laughs> discussed or talked about well before uh, we lost the whole year uh, fantastic so how long you have know, you guys actually because we met right we met in 2019 at the hyperspace tri- trial that matt won correct yeah in Marie, yeah, in Marie kentucky yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all you guys were there, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we were all there. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Clint, did we play? No, I think you played Emily. Yeah, you played me at some point. No, I know we, I played Emily because I don't, I don't, I've not forgotten this, how I stole that match on the very last turn of combat out from her, <laughs> uh, which he was leading the whole way. That is yeah. crystal clear. <laughs> yeah, I almost played Mikhail, and then we got a okay. rematch. A, a repairing, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and then I got to talk about how bad Matt was because I did commentary uh, with Dion uh, on his way to the final. Fantastic. And you know how hard it is to whisper when you just want to just insult them right to their face. <laughs> you know, uh, knowing he'll you'll have to wait until the video's uploaded before he can hear all the terrible things you said about him. Very frustrating. I would think that that'd be rather fulfilling, though, in the end, wouldn't it? A permanent record, sure. <laughs> oh, fantastic! But basically, on three one two, I was basically saying Gordon's going to be on. He doesn't know anything about X Wing anymore <laughs> because he hasn't played for a year. And, uh, but you even know. if I had played, I still don't know anything about X Wing. And it's not a joke. I don't. <laughs> that's not my thing. Is being I've got Tommy Adams for that. I don't need to know <laughs> right? anything. I just. I just, in fact, it was Tommy that turned me on to you guys only in the sense he listens to every single podcast on the planet. Uh, and so it was just in our chat. He just goes, Hey, Gordon, Scrubs mentioned you. I'm like, huh? And to your, your credit, that actually, I'm going to think about X Wing then because I've just been hidden away for a year, only casually watching, like, okay, a bunch of Nantexes suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they fixed it with points. And that's about it. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't really pay much attention beyond that. So you didn't get and into TTS as, at all? I I can't stand playing online. I hate it. Really? I genuinely, genuinely hate it. Uh, I don't mind watching it. It's fine. And I don't mind you guys were ripping on Vassal aesthetically, right? Wasn't it you guys mm-hmm. saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God I'm for sure TTS, but really, not yeah. Vassal. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't mind watching it on Vassal. I, I, I like watching the game because I like studying the game. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. far as the yeah. interaction and playing, maybe it's just the, the tactile feel of dice or something, but I genuinely loathe it. And I've discovered I will never play online. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had to start thinking about it a little bit because we're starting to kind of come out of this, don't you think, right? Yeah, One way yeah, or the other, sure. society's opening back up, whether it's just vaccines or just relaxing restrictions. It's going to really depend where you live. But you can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel as to where we're going. And we're, there's already starting to be some events. For example, I got to play in a tournament like a couple weeks ago up in Indianapolis. Did you? Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was great. I had not done that in, well, a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I do remember I people. Flew. I flew uh, New uh, Vader with um, Rack. Ah. 
How'd you do? Make a wild guess who went 0 and 3. <laughs> awesome. Now, to be fair, I lost one match because I flew Vader off the board. Uh, oh, because oh, you always want to do the K turn, and I knew in my soul there was no way the K turn was going to fit. <laughs> but I was greedy. I wanted to get points, and I go, that hard three will fit, though. And <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> that's not true. And when we measured the K turn, it was barely off. But when, yeah. you know, I tried to do the hard three, it was off by a mile. And I just don't understand how in your mind's eye, you're just convinced of something. Where it's like, it's going to fit for days. I got plenty of room. And then, you know, you're shocked at, like, how wrong you could be. Uh, so. Yeah. So, actually, yeah. coming back from uh, TTS is going to be hard because I know that when I moved from tabletop to tabletop simulator like i had to learn distances again because mm -hmm. it, it it's the same but it it is it definitely has a different feel and i know i'm gonna have to do that again switching back just to ta mm -hmm. regular tabletop yeah I just uh, no last summer when we had we had a few in-person games around here last summer when things were like a little more chill before uh all the you know covid case rates started going back up and everything you know, got yeah. crazy again, but we had just a few like in-person sessions and it was so weird trying to judge, you know, space on the physical table again. Yeah. After not doing it for like six months. Pfft, yeah. Hmm. I, I yeah. just felt like I had no idea where I, where I was driving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I can confirm that firsthand. It, it was, it, it, but it felt good. It felt good. Oh yeah. To yeah get chips sure. back on the table. I mean, I, I miss the X-Wing community. I mean, I got these, these three, folks with me you know most of the time which you know this is our covid group we're we're small and it's our bubble yeah, yeah we <laughs> we're either working with or living with people that you know we got cross-contamination so it it, 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 it it justifies it but like you just took away my super spreader insult you guys have stayed in your own little bubble i wanted to accuse you guys of making the pandemic worse and now you've taken that away from me right <laughs> no but uh like it'll be nice to see friends that yeah. i've you know i've played a couple of tts games with but you know i i haven't seen them and the, like the community is one of the best parts about x-wing you know if it wasn't as awesome as it was i may not have been as interested to stay mm -hmm. but it has been you know like the st louis group is a really tight-knit group and we welcome pretty much anybody and like well like you gordon talking about murray kentucky I go down there, you know, first thing I go to the bathroom because, you know, I just drove for like three and a half hours. And we don't I get need to talk about the bathroom. You know, you know but <laughs> the context is I come out and Dan, you're like, hey, Gordon Berg was looking for you. I was like, how does Gordon Berg even know who I am? You're <laughs> the gold squadron classic. I not know who you are. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, oh, that's crazy. And like, I mean, you just, you know, you just do one thing and people know who you are and you can become friends with them. And it's like, Oh, I, I know who he is. He's from stay on target. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's crazy. <laughs> and you know, yeah. it's like, we've only talked a handful of times, but I'm like, that guy's cool. I like him. <laughs> the similar experience I had is, um, uh, I think we were doing one show and I made some offhand comment about Paul Heaver. Yeah, you know, because you know the, the the show is always going to remain in obscurity. Uh, but <laughs> you know, and that's whether that's just coping mechanisms or it's part of the running joke as well as to embrace that. 
whatever. But we, we're always talking about how no one listens to us, regardless of whether that's true, apparently. But we may, I made some offhand comment about Paul Heaver, like, like a joke, like, yeah, right, like Paul listens to the show. Guess who messages me on the FFG forums? <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. And he goes, of course I listen. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, and so I jumped all over that opportunity, like, do you mind coming on the show? And he's like, sure. And it's, it's great, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. a really is a great community. Um, I, I had the most fun playing Paul twice at Gen Con. Uh, you know, I got him to hold up one of my templates that says Gordon is the worst. Eat that, Dan. <laughs> That's true. That, you that have actually a... might have me beat if Paul Heaver agrees. Then <laughs> and he's, you have a template that actually right. declares your worstness. I, I just have a ribbon. That's, that's not nearly as impressive. <laughs> Oh, so uh, you guys took a hiatus for a little bit. Were you gaining too much notoriety? I don't want to think it was COVID. You you, you think you were getting too popular and you just wanted to drop off the map again? Okay, that's funny. That's hilarious. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I was sincere about what I said on on the one show we've done in this past year that we just did, what, like a month ago now, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, look, this may come as a shock to you guys, but I'm an extrovert and the <laughs> pandemic is not good for an extrovert um you know just between not to get into it but the politics and the pandemic as a double whammy yeah i you know doesn't take a, a therapist to say you're clinically depressed uh mm-hmm. i just really just you know isolated from everything and didn't care um I found refuge and solace in other activities. Uh, if I couldn't play X-Wing in person, it wasn't anything I cared about. And so since my headspace wasn't into it from a positive perspective, the last thing you were going to see me do was get together and record a show about it. And yeah. it cropped up during that year. Like things would happen every once in a while and Mikhail or, or, or um, Joe would say, hey, you want to get together? And then, and then it's the whole, all right, are we vaccinated? Obviously not. Do we yeah. do masks? How do we, do, you know, we're not in bubbles together, yeah. right? So it's mm-hmm. like, the, yeah. and then and then we're at our producer's house. So it always led to awkward conversations about where we felt about things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was only once the vaccination started to become a possibility did I even consider that we were going to do this. Obviously, yeah. we could have done it over uh, the Internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have two reasons why. One, I just told you, I wasn't mentally inclined to do so. But two, we very much believe in being together when we record. Do yeah. you guys agree with that statement? Yes, yes. absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, because we we tried the internet thing for a little while. It was okay. Yeah, and and then it was. We just got to the point to where we we realized we should. Like we had again, we have the cross contamination. You know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. Dan and Clint work together. They both work with my roommate. Uh, mm-hmm. Emily and Clint are you know married, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of close. So it's like you know yeah. it, that was our justification. We were like, you know what, if we're gonna be uh, technically you know basically around each other all the time, then we might as well be around yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that was our justification. Right. As long as you're not willing to go out and violate that through other activities, yeah, no. either you're all getting it or you're not. And if you guys are all following protocol, then yeah, you guys are safe together. Yeah. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and we had we all had to have that conversation. You know, we we sat sat and talked about it, or you know, sat apart from each other and talked about <laughs> yeah. it, and then eventually sat together and talked about it. But we we're also going through those growing pains right now about returning to our local play. Uh-huh. We're t- you know uh, we've been talking with you know one of the guys that hosts, and we're like. Uh, you know, do we need to be masked up? Do we need to show a vaccination card? What What are we we requ- requiring to get back to playing again? Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I think as long as people wear masks and they're cool with that, yeah, you guys that's pretty much what we can. You're not you're yeah. not sharing dice. You're not looking at each other's templates, right? Mm, could oh. So uh, <laughs> wear wear the Let's masks. Not rule and out I the think licking. you'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of templates. Speaking of templates, uh-huh. Tommy, you know, when he was talking about you guys, he just goes, God, they have such sweet Patreon templates. I'm like, that's nice. Nice. <laughs> and then what does Nick show on the on the on this stream today? Uh-huh. Uh, he showed uh, our Defender template, the Phantom template, and the Star Viper template. I immediately really? went right to oh, Patreon nice. and went, sign me up. I'm I, wonder, I wonder what that was about. Because I was like, all of a sudden, like, you know, the day that you're supposed to be on a podcast is like, Gordon Berg is now your Patreon. Like, oh, <laughs> it is not me sucking up. I'm not yeah. trying to get on your good side. I wanted those templates. <laughs> <laughs> Too oh, late. I'm shallow. Send them to me now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you'll you'll be getting some in the next uh, the next wave. Yeah. yeah, the next. Yeah, release, we did yeah. just send out. No, templates. I'm not waiting like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yes, the templates are fun. Like we've been having fun. Like you know, coming up with the. Uh, the oh, template God, ideas, um, like, <laughs> yeah, and there's there's some there's some even more interesting ones coming uh, eventually. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It, 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 so I plugged our Patreon today oh, on, very on, good. on stream. So. We uh-huh. we got a new patron. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> because of it. So good work. Way to go, Matt. Right. So, Gordon, have you – so I, I know you said you flew Vader Rack. Have you been keeping up with, like, all the expansions that have been coming out since uh, since the quarantine started? You know, I know that, uh, you know, it, 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 I Well, just, the latest three, Yeah. Um, my assessment on the one show we've done in the past year is that this is definitive power creep. And that often has mm-hmm. a negative – connotation yeah. associated with that phrase that's not necessarily bad it is their philosophy and how they sell stuff that each thing in theory should be as good as if not slightly better than what came before it otherwise why would anyone buy it i don't think that is a bad necessarily business model but that does put some burden on them to keep things interesting and balanced for this for the remaining ships but i think this is kind of a bit of a step forward so Having just played against, whoop, there goes my monitor. It's not that I needed, but let me move the mouse. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, having just played against uh, two rebel lists with these new toys, mm-hmm. yeah. in my opinion, I think the new rebel tools are the closest thing we've seen to Paratani from 1.0. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Matt. If you can pass similar. enough. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I said I think Matt was saying something similar not too long ago. Yeah. It like oh well then he stole it from me. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you have at least enough ships that can do that, I think it takes more than just like say Jake, right? Yeah. You've got to have a, a good pairing combination. Then you can really see them fly. For example, in my first match, I was very dismissive of it because he was flying Lando and Ahsoka. I'm like, whatever. I've got Vader. <laughs> I could yeah. not uh-huh. believe how much crap was flying around as far as passing tokens. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Okay, <laughs> then I fly Vader off the board on the second match, so now I'm 0-2. And, and in the third match, I'm up against Hera and Jake. Same thing. They were everywhere, and it was worse. Yeah. Uh, he, and he chose whether to make it offensive or defensive. It was, it was just you were never going to try to take advantage of someone in an unmodified state. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So at the very least, that's Rebels. We've seen what discipline can do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, Not that sure. you would know, Matt. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, 
And then I'm I'm excited most of all about Scum because I think they can be very game breaking with their shenanigans, and they've got some really good new toys. And I just don't think, uh, other than Smittle, I don't think we're we've really seen some of the stuff that can happen. Yeah. Just Kane and Jar Jarus alone reducing your attacks. I mean. The list I've got is uh, a variation off Smittles that I think I saw off the 186 where you take Kanan and then put Maul on him, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He can reduce up to three different attacks that round if he wants to take the stress. I mean, yeah. 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 No, that's, I, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. I have a, uh, a list that uh, it's going to wait in the wings for a while because I'm going to XTC. Or I say going. I'm going to my basement and playing on my computer <laughs> to play at XTC. But, uh, yeah, no, I, it's like, this looks gross. Uh, I would like to fly it, but I'm going to wait till things shake out. You know, maybe I'll save it for a uh, one of the upcoming galaxies or something like that and just pop that in for a little bit. If I do well, cool. If I don't, whatever. But, yeah. No. Yeah, I can see Matt now going 0-6. But I beat fly casual. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've yet to fly fly uh, fly casual. Uh, it. Uh, I, I use it all the time. I start with it just to make certain I'm not an idiot and that these functions, you know, the the list works. No, that you know it's bad when you lose to the AI. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was uh, something that Dan and I have said at some point where it was just like uh, fly casual is not really a good barometer of whether a list is good, but it is a good barometer of whether a list is bad. Right? <laughs> because yeah, right, sure. it's like if you beat the AI often, okay, whatever. But if the AI beats the list that you're playing, you you need to change it. Probably up. not worth. Right. It's also useful, at least for those of you who are weak in head simming. If you need just mm -hmm. to practice the triggers, yeah, it's it's very very useful. It's not going to inform you at all as to what it's good against, but at least gets you in the mode of where your headspace should be and what you should be thinking yeah. about. I think it's at least useful for that. Yeah, but uh, going back to Haratani, um, Hera is <laughs> exactly. Hera, Hera is just she is uh, first edition Manaru on steroids. It feels like because she gets to choose when the tokens are folk, you know, are sent over. Right. So. Right. Like and you get very undercosted. Yeah, yeah. Like the the B wing, not way overcosted, but right. the A wing just that I don't get. You look at those two B wings that are what forty eight that just really wreck face. Yeah, and then you look at her going, why? Yeah, why are you fifty five? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like I gotta take a configuration just to get the red evade to toss. You know, uh -huh. it, it's right. it, she she'll burn down. Yeah, and it's like oh, or I could take the three agility AC ship. And have all these actions and toss all these actions. Yeah, she's she's too good for 42 points. And, uh, yeah, it's... I, so to answer your question, Matt, no, I've not been paying attention. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, but uh, I, I look forward to seeing what Scum can do. Uh, Cutthroat is interesting. Uh, I'd like to see the different ways it could be used. But, um, right. Now, is the theory behind that keep reusing stuff you've burned before, like as far as, I don't know, elicits or something rather, or yeah. reloading? or Elicits I mean, or an APT. It didn't leap out to me as yeah. something obvious. Yeah, like say you have Boba and he had a stealth device and now one of his friends died and he's like, oh man, now I have my stealth device back. Or he, you know, he's. Okay, that's good. Or he spent, yeah, good. he spent his contraband cybernetics and, some, you know, one of his minions dies and now he has, you know, contraband cybernetics back. It's, mm -hmm. uh. Okay. Yeah, like it could be okay. The rich get richer. That's all I'm saying, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. And that is what. 
Sorry, go ahead, Emily. Oh, no, I was just going to say it's kind of interesting that you were so enthusiastic about Scum because over here on our side, like, aside from Kanan, who obviously, you know, is, you know, has been already proven to be solid, yeah. um, we were just looking at the stuff in the Scum pack going, meh. Yeah. You know, like, well, I mean, like the Y wings. It's like, oh, they're all overpriced. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have the I five, which basically needs to outmaneuver somebody to get a mod uh, to get over everyone to have a uh, yeah. Not just you can't have not only your enemy and your in, you can't be in their front arc. You can't be in your friendly's front front arc either. So you don't get your free target lock. It's like you're a blank I five. You're not going in your Y wing. You're not going to be outmaneuvering anybody, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one- you're right. Scum is the one pack out of this where the generics were kind of meh compared to Empire and Rebels enjoying what they got out of theirs. Yeah, and Scum Y wings just for some reason are on average like two to three more points than Y wings and other factions. So it's like if I'm going to take Y wings, I'll just go to Rebels, yeah. or I'll go. I mean, the right. the best is Republic. They've got really good right. Y wings for the price right. point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Kanan seems really solid and quite good, obviously, but he's really difficult to fit in a uh, Gurry Fen list, so I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> that's you right. Could, I forgot that's what you fly. Yeah, uh, there's there's only so many upgrades you could strip right. off Fen because yeah. Gurry's not dropping on anything. <laughs> Maybe. I'll give it a try it's, at some point. The thing I was going to say is the theme of these packs, though, are all about they're 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 encroaching on dangerous territory because all of them represent some way to perform an increase in efficiency a yes. way of getting multiple actions depending on mm-hmm. what you field mm-hmm. and therein lies the danger now maybe in their air i don't want i don't want to assign something negative i don't want to say arrogance um but maybe <laughs> they're thinking okay. that's fine then that's what the point system is for right mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, uh and so you can always adjust that so so that's okay because they didn't ever they never had that option before where if you make a design mistake you're screwed now they can always at least do something about it i mean that is the saving grace of Mm 2.0 that no matter what they break they can always retroactively go back kind of unbreak it it possibly yeah like and and that that's actually a topic that we've been meaning to talk about on our podcast and just never getting around to for like several episodes now is just the question of like power creep because i think i mean i think i agree with you these last few releases have been where the power creep has really started to come out you know after after that whole like you know, relatively refreshing first year or year and a half of 2.0 where everything was kind of like on an even keel, you know, power wise. Yeah. Um, we've, we've really reached the point now where it's starting to get easier and easier to get fully mod, you know, to get yeah. all the mods you could possibly want, like double mods. It's easier and easier to get multiple attacks per round. It's easier and easier to turn you know, to get uh, passive mods, of course, with the with the yeah. greater and greater prevalence of force. Like, yeah, I, I, the, the wave that threw the biggest red flag for me was the uh, slave one, uh, the the CIS slave one, Django slave one, and the tri fighter because that came with tracer missiles and Zam Wessel, mm-hmm. and both of those are stupid cheap for what you can the action economy you can get out of them. Uh, granted, the tracer missiles have to hit, but like Zam is four points, and it's like all you have to do is be the target of an attack. You know, yeah. Yeah. Zam could not be more undercosted out of anything so far. In my oh yeah. yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's- and and here's I I if you're okay with this, allow me to take over. If yeah, <laughs> flag flag this as a, a segue into this is all under FFG design. 
Yes. Will AMG continue this? Have a different take? You know, where are we going to go from here now that it's under new masters? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and that's and that's why it was bonkers cost, uh, costed like that, where they they know full well sins of their past, which is why they made Vader 115. And obviously he's still too much because that's not enough to carry a list. You need to be able to field enough points uh, mm-hmm. with the, the the rest of the list to do damage. And yeah. So that's you- the biggest flaw. With Vader. Vader's great. He's but. It's got to come down if you even want something competitive. Yeah, um, but, but but you also don't want him to be too good because you don't right, want it just to be a right. Vader plus whatever meta. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult to get right. And if you screw up just one way or the other, then you have just uh, either no one plays it or everyone plays it. And yeah. both situations suck. Um, yeah, and there's so my thoughts on this is <clears throat> there's two examples of design philosophy. You guys, so the first one is what they don't do. You guys remember Major Juggler? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What was he about? Uh, talking about a lot of bat reps on Nova Squadron. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were going for? the second thing he's famous for? Because, right, that's what he does the most. <laughs> and what does he do, what, what does he do secondarily? Uh, doing the math on everything. And List Juggler, yeah. Correct. Yeah, and List Juggler. And for a while there, he really tried to sell his models, right? He had several. Oh, yeah. He had, like, the one for public consumption. But he also did work on, like, version three, maybe even version four of some very okay, – now, this is all according to him. We don't know because we've never seen it. We have no idea. But in theory, in theory, you can, because I believe you touched on this in one of your prior episodes, it's like, wouldn't it be great if I believe your wish list was it doesn't matter what – this is when you guys were bitching about three agility swarms, right? Where uh, you were yeah. saying, I, I just wish I, everyone could bring <laughs> anything. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, bitching. Anybody, anybody <laughs> could bring anything and uh, have a chance to do well, yeah. right? Yeah. So that can only happen in, uh, if they are mathematically balanced across the board and that the, maybe we look at some variance that happened in one event versus the next as to why one person won versus another. But did everyone come away feeling like they had a chance? And that's probably the most important thing. Yes, maybe you got dice screwed. But did you feel like if only just for this? Imagine, uh, Matt, if you could have just rolled one more hit uh, in in your final, right? Yeah. <laughs> but so I know that's frustrating, but at least you knew you had a chance, right? Mm-hmm. A good chance. You, you know, and that's that's ultimately what you should take away from these games. That is possible if you do it all based on math, which is an insanely it's like the Matrix, right? The architect <laughs> and the Matrix, right? That's a difficult call order to be able to do that across all of those ships, yeah. all of those factions, and all of the permutations. And Major Juggler's point was it ain't cheap. You have to pay for such services because that kind of knowledge is specialized. Whether this is all true or not, I don't know. Let's say allegedly. Well, that is not what they did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Instead, they've gone the other way, where they are going to uh, power creep because that supports a sales model, and they know where this eventually leads. And so their goal is to just stave that off as long as possible over years. But eventually, they'll reach a point where it's like, well, uh, all we have left is to adjust via points or, hey, X-Wing 3.0. Mm-hmm. Yep. And chances are, I'll buy in. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I'll say like I, I believe it's somewhere you know in between there, and then also like I know I've listened to an interview with Max Brook recently where he said you know it's like we look at Vader in the you know Tie X One and we we price him 
to be played, you know, it, it because he's an iconic character and we want Darth Vader on the board. Mm-hmm. And that I get, you know, and, and I, to a certain extent, I appreciate it because one of the blessings when second edition started was I was like, wow, Luke can fly against Vader and I don't feel like I'm hamstringing my list. You know, I actually feel like this makes sense. You know, I'm, I'm taking these pilots and they're good as opposed to first edition where they were outmoded before I even played the game. You know, it was like, right. They weren't worth it. It was a magical experience at Gen Con at the release event where I was plopping down Vader and someone had plopped down Luke and we were exploring how they played differently and how it was just it was a balanced game. Yeah. It was just so much fun. Yeah. But it, it but yeah, it, it'll eventually, you know, it, a complicated enough system, like you said, get gets really hard to balance. And then also you do want to, you know, price things to sell. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it, they are business. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how it's I, it's tough serving two masters. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why, I, that's how I look at Zam Wessel is it's price to sell, not just uh, like for your list, but also price to sell versus the paragraphs that you have to read. Because <laughs> right. I imagine yeah, yeah, for most, sure. most people that would look at those condition cards, they would be like, I don't know. It's like this upgrade is 10 points and it's so complicated and I'm not even going to try to understand it and just push it to the side. But when you price it at four, ah, four points, somebody here. you get it on the table and people look at it and they're like, oh, okay, uh, this is worth taking for four points. And then you can scale up the points to where it's like, okay, now that everybody understands what Zam Wessel is, we can price price it where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's or good. you can do what I do. Forget. Bring it anyway and have your opponent explain it to you each match. <laughs> <laughs> that seems good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, my problem with that is they'll explain things to me, and then about five minutes later I forget what they said, and then they do amazing things, and I'm like, whoa, how did you even do that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Very often I'll go into a match and see a bunch of bombs and say, okay, I'm going to lose because I'm going to forget about those bombs. And it happens every single time. <laughs> yep. Can we segue into AMG? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, actually, you said something earlier, and I wanted to hit off of that, is that I hope that AMG does a good job. But with the major designers stepping out of it, I I don't want to say that I lack faith. I'm just, I'm not doubtful. I'm just fearful that, you know, things. That's what could... I was going to say. And so now you've made my point and uh, my work here is done. <laughs> good talking to you guys. I've got to go. I, I do appreciate, Gordon, on. that you took our philosophy and announced your segue. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. nice. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm definitely there at like, man, uh, I'm, you know, we still got like two or three more expansions that are mm-hmm. FFG, but it's like, you know, they at least knew what power creep would look like. And so, I mean, we should get probably a taste of what AMG thinks about things with with the points points change. change, Right. But I'm just saying we might get a taste of kind of where their philosophy is. Yeah. Yeah. Their points philosophy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, did we get that a little bit just now? Because with the release in theory, they were only supposed to release the points for the expansions, but they did more than that. Didn't they? Mm -hmm. They didn't do much, but they did it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, they did more. There's new points. Uh, no, no, they no, they, they, they changed hyperspace. I think 
they listened to your podcast. They heard that seven M3A Auto Blaster six were bad, and so they nerfed it out of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did nothing to the TIE V1s, but. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I still wonder how much uh, input was from ffg you know did they have notes you know they're like hey when this stuff drops this stuff's going out of hyperspace you know was this all amg was this all ffg was it a hybridization and what will that be for the next update you know mm-hmm. uh, for the actual points update does amg have the pulse of the meta you know do they do they do they pay attention to List yeah. Fortress. Yeah. Do they? Do they? I mean, there's. I'm gonna assume to some extent they do, if only because. Uh, I think they have Dune's his ear, right? Yeah. Sure. He said he got permission from AMG directly to pass some information along. Okay. So we know the two are talking. That's good. Okay. And there's no one better because he's our premier judge right now for trying to fill in the gaps and all those vague rulings. Yeah. They're obviously relying upon him to learn this stuff as they get up to speed. Yeah, I okay. very much appreciate that. And this is all based on the assumption on who came over from FFG that are still in the know about X-Wing as opposed to new uh, designers that are inheriting stuff and taking on the mantle that hadn't worked on it prior. We don't know any of this information. Yeah. Right. We simply know those who are not because they've been a little bit vocal about it and didn't necessarily, it wasn't the most pleasant of experiences as they lost their jobs, right? Yeah. So. When is it? Yep. I, yeah, I agree. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about, yeah, about what it's going to look like going forward. I mean, it's not like I'm, it's not like I think it's going to be terrible in the sense that like, I think that, that FFG has given them a, a good long on-ramp to you know yeah. <laughs> a, a nice on-ramp to to go off of you know like yeah. they've 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 inherited something that was in a really good place overall right like so i i'm not completely freaked out or anything yeah but i am i am really really curious yeah about if if this is going to really change the philosophy the thing of course as a competitive player that i'm concerned about is what their philosophy is going to be on the competitive front as well i sure. think that's honestly like that has a more immediate of course we won't be having competitive x-wing probably for another year anyway but like um or officially sanctioned competitive x-wing i should say for another year yet but i think that feels even more immediate to me than the question of like points changes and and you know new pilot abilities and stuff like that i'm yeah i'm also specifically as a as a competitive player wondering you know like they've they've at least confirmed that they that they're wanting to continue the concept of worlds uh, you know at a bare yeah. minimum and that's good it's good to hear but you know are we gonna get are we gonna get the support for that kind of proper competitive scene and the, the thing that is specifically concerning about that to me is that for Crisis Protocol, which of course is a very different game from X-Wing, but it's all their, it sounds like their, uh, their approach to OP for Crisis Protocol is very like thematic and casual and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's, there's a segment of our X-Wing community here that, um, that is just not as excited by that as they are by the, the pure, you know, head-to-head yeah you know competition no, that was something that max brooks said in, in several of his interviews was just like you know we had a minority of people crying for thematic you know like hey we want the battle of yavin or the mm-hmm. escape from dakar or whatever 
and he said that you know it's like you would have people cry for it but then they wouldn't participate in it mm-hmm. and he was like it you know the 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 competitive scene is the most you know prominent and the most dedicated to it so mm-hmm. there there it's like it makes more sense to funnel towards he, that he also said what they do and and how they uh how they handle competitive filters down and affects the casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So without the input from the competitive, they have no idea what the trickle down effects are for balance to make certain that the casual game is not ruined as well. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting competitive point. play drives everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand it's not where your sales are, mm-hmm. but it is the heart of the game because all things stem from that. Well, yeah, and it, even if you're thinking about like, gathering data, right? Like it's hard to gather data from tabletop, you know, from kitchen table, I should say, from from kitchen table players, right? Yeah. You know, like how do you gather data on game balance from truly casual players? It's just nigh into impossible. But with competitive players, that's you know, that's a regimented, that's a way we to gather get it data. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do the work for you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, I mean, they they need, I mean, to to really get a properly balance game i never really thought about that before but yeah like uh, to get a to get a proper feedback on balancing the game if that's important to them like you know they need that competitive scene to do that because that's how they get their data mm-hmm. yeah interesting mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well right i i guess i'm a little mm-hmm. i mean right. you could say that but like epic came out like four months before the pandemic so i mm-hmm. I, I don't know maybe we can't really gauge epic per se but um but yeah, I just, I, I guess I'm a little, I don't know if I would say worried, but just wondering if AMG is going to le- have to learn that the hard way yeah. that, you know, uh, in terms of the, the different, what you said about Max, you know, the, yeah. the difference between the, the people who think they want to play some kind of yeah. thematic casual yeah. thing versus, you know. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Yes, you do. You guys are the bigger champions of Aces High than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like as yeah, far just like, right. Ace is high is a fun diversion for us, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not the center of the game for us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I would. You know what? If 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 I'm, I apologize. No, go ahead. Just real quick. Go ahead. If that was the only format I could play, it, I I would honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, really. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I, I, I won my world's Plocoon from an Ace is high. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> so. You know, I took no, but the secret, guys, you're doing it all wrong. All you need is mace and uh, heightened perception, and you win. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, good to know. Um, yeah, no, I think like so. I think that we've we've dabbled variously in uh, obviously with with the pandemic. We've been doing a lot with Aces High because that's you know that's a way to. I think the the reason we've gone so crazy for Aces High specifically since the pandemic is that it's a it's a group activity and it gets you a little bit more of that feel of like being in a, I mean, you're, it's still virtual, but being in a room with a bunch of people mm-hmm. playing X-Wing, yeah. right? Like we, we, it's we all enjoyed Aces High before, like in person as well, of course. I mean, yeah. it's a really cool game mode, but I think that like the reason specifically we latched onto it here over the pandemic has been like, you know, particularly with a, you know, with the, the online competitive scene not being super consistent or, you know, whatever, like that was a way to get you know, four or five people to in get, a discord room. And, yeah. And you could banter and make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And just like, it have turns out things. it's just as good in real life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is my, it is my primary way that I teach the game to new people. Oh, that's cool. Because instead of being inefficient with just one person, 
I can take a group of newbies. I've done it with my own game group. I've got a friend where I've got this eight uh, ace kit, if you will, of hmm. iconic, all small ships, iconic pilots that most everyone would recognize. They're all at 80 points or less, all balanced as far as I can tell. And I'm like, pick your favorite pilot. doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And we will go through and just teach brand new people how to play. And it's been effective every single time. Uh, I am also a huge fan of simultaneous decision among a large group of players. There's been so many different games that use that mechanic, and it's my favorite. And when Ace is high, I'm like, oh. You're just tapping into why I got into game in the first place. I, I was in this like 30 player battle deck tournament in the eighties once where we all made our decisions and all went at each other in the middle and whoever got the kill shot won. And it was like blood in the water. Someone, someone got wounded. Yeah. It's a tried and true mechanic. Uh, our own game group was doing a form of aces high before it was official. I just, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's the best of formats for yeah. reasons. Yeah. We had tried it. Uh, I think it, it was just called furball back then, you know, it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a different, it's a different thing, but like, that, that actually was what I was gonna, that's what, right, that's what I was kind of going to say earlier, you know, I got sidetracked on the whole like, you know, Aces High is, you know, nice in a pandemic because you can get a group feel, but, um, but what I was ultimately trying to get at was like, um, we, or at least I, I can at least speak for me, I enjoy versions of X-Wing that are not head to head like i do i enjoy hotak you know the the sort of co-op thing i also enjoy aces high um but i wouldn't want i don't know that i would like travel three hours to murray kentucky to play those things for you know for like some kind of like competition or you know whatever Mm -hmm. that kind of well not that not that you know, Hotak doesn't lend itself to competition anyway because it's co-op. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, or, you know, for some, like, or even just for some, like, thematic. Like, I know they had some, I don't know, it was like a while ago, um, but it was in second edition, I think. They had some store kits that were, like, thematic. Yeah. And yeah. it was like Battle you had to bring, and so yeah. And so forth. I never right. Went. And we, we maybe went to one. Maybe. Yeah. And it, it was just like, you know, I... I feel like, for me, I feel like there's these two, you know, there's these two sides of X-Wing. Like, there's the, there's the competitive side where it's, it's a little more, you know, chess-like. And it's, it's more of a, like, it's like a, you know, it's a strategy game and it's like, you know, it's competitive and, and challenging and all that kind of stuff. And then you've got the other side, which is the, you know, the casual side. If I, I guess I would even say, like, if I was going to play casual, I would rather play Aces High or Hotak. If I'm going to play competitively, obviously I want to play head to head, but like I, I actually, and I think Clint has trouble with this too, um, have trouble with enjoying casual X-Wing head to head games. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can gather that, you know, I get on the side of that as well. Just, I mean, I can enjoy casual games, but I don't know how to turn my competitive trigger off anymore. Yeah. Which I think that's one of the 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 best parts about it. Ace is high is because mm-hmm. yeah, it encourages you to run in and die, and you're like, yeah, whatever. And right. then in Hotak, it's cooperative, so you're mm-hmm. you're you're not, you're not compete. You know, your victory is everybody else's victory. Yeah. So you don't feel bad about being competitive against the game. Yeah, <laughs> against the AI. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not like that's the first we'd seen of that. The casual community had long since established variants on gameplay, mm-hmm. typically 
objective based and have been around a long time. And then they were just merely looking at what their community, their customers were doing. And then they just tried to make it a little more official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't they do that with Hotec? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right? But um, they're like, here's a solo play. But I mean, and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> some of the best, some of the best events at Gen Con were done by one of the guys that I think's on uh, Shuttle Tidarium. The, Right. Mm-hmm. If you ever seen that stuff, you go walking by and you'll see 20 people that have never played X-Wing before in this massive giant uh, trench run event or something. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just it's crazy. And every single person walks away from them going, that's the most fun I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so they've been wildly successful for several years now. So there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I. I want to be able to have both ends of this game in their in their respective places, right? Like I that's kind of how I feel is like I so personally I'm in this place where it's like I'm I enjoy competitive play. I am overall probably a competitive sort of analytical type of player, but I'm also not the best, you know, like I am a scrub still. <laughs> um and so so like so I enjoy competitive play up to a point, you know, because I'm never going to be super duper good at it, but I enjoy competitive play up to a point. And then I enjoy casual play, uh, particularly when it's, yeah, when it's these non, non-traditional styles or non, non-head-to-head styles. Um, I think that's, I think that's my ideal. Like, I want, I want to see the competitive scene that we've had for the past, you know, number of years. I want that to stay. And I'm also okay if they, if they expand upon, you know, the cat or the, you know, the casual scenario kind of side of it, um, as long as they do both. Yeah, and I'm with you on worries about AMG. I think you nailed it, Emily. What makes it worse for me is I felt like we were almost there. <laughs> Didn't they bring that guy over from FFG to do their OP? They had just gotten done with the new form of worlds, and you just couldn't wait for what was going to come next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They seemed like they finally got it dialed in. You had the local employees at FFG that had come up with the concept of like, the prize wall, you know, what, what, yeah. what to put in the prize wall and all that kind of, mm-hmm. it's just, it all felt like it was coming together mm-hmm. and now it's all gone. And that's, what's got me worried is just the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to do. And all I've seen is this raw, raw, casual mindset. Mm-hmm. So the competitive player in me is freaking out, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. but to be fair, it's going it, to, they've got a long time. So mm-hmm. we just have to relax. It's just, it's hard to just calm your anxiety <laughs> yeah. you just yeah. sit, sit on this just worrying about what they're going to do because they haven't really shown you anything yeah mm-hmm. it, you know yeah so what they have shown like i i've like watched you know their streams and it's like oh these are these have been good like there's been a couple streams where it's like i don't know what they're going to show in the stream and then i was like is it just going to be them giving us a state of the union are they gonna tell us this but they were like okay here's the state of the union here's the next three packs here's some pilots from those packs and i was like oh that's really cool but again this is all ffg stuff Mm -hmm. you know this is all i mean the state of the union part but that's it I don't know. I just I, I want more information, but I also you know, even with information, the the proof will be in the pudding. You know, we'll <laughs> we'll get to the point to where it's like okay, it you know now the 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 you know, rubber has met the road. Let's see how this actually works out. Are we going to be good? You know, is is faith in you going to be justified? Yeah, these are very much first world whining problems. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are tons of <laughs> games that are that are dead. 
that have continued on by the community. You mean yeah. complete. And, and the, <laughs> complete <laughs> games. Well, well, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> still talking? Well, I mean, so so we're we're an hour into the cast now. Uh -huh. um, I mean... That's oh, about our typical time frame. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Let's introduce our guest. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, yeah, so uh, so we have our, our tradition with guests, of which we've had like you know very few thus far. But you know it's it's a it's a long, totally a long standing tradition. Totally, it is. I mean, it's um, been pretty much the entire time that we've been doing this podcast. So, uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this totally long standing tradition of uh, of when we have someone on the cast, we have we have to do the whole uh, the whole kind of. Uh, AA meeting style thing of like, you know, you, you have to introduce yourself and say, you know, hello, you know, my name is X and I am a scrub because, you know, Y and Z. Um, so oh, I God. will, I will. <laughs> I mean, we kind of covered some of this at the beginning with the worst off. But... <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm trying to, yeah, it's which one to pick, but okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Go for it. Oh, hi. My name is Gordon, and I'm a scrub. Uh -huh. uh, hello, hello, Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's been, oh, God. It's been 30 days since my last X-Wing loss. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could make Vader work, so step four says I must make amends. <laughs> I have no idea what the step four is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah, later down the road. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I've gone through uh, acceptance and anger and denial <laughs> and and I've come to the conclusion that uh, I no one can can save uh, Vader from from being bad unless it's uh, our AMG overlords lowering his gun. <laughs> Uh, uh, why am I, why am I scrub? Um, I, you, if I had to be honest, sure. Be, I don't think I care. I don't think I care enough. Mm -hmm. I don't. That's fair. It's, it's, a, it's a hard, it's hard to reconcile the fact that I am insanely over competitive to a fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. all right. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm not trying to be facetious. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I do think that's a little bit of a character flaw. <laughs> But then do I want to put the effort in to do something about that? No. So I'm trying. And then and then you throw in the third thing, which is, I mean, we're talking about something thematically fun here. So what is it that's and you guys can get this. Will you guys on even if there's a gun to your head or excuse me, blaster, are you guys ever going to fly CIS? <laughs> oh, man, I might. Might is. Uh, yeah. uh, my, I mean, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather fly scum or something? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So. I I like I like Republic I like Empire from and and then up until Resistance got nerfed to hell I enjoyed Resistance and then Scum those are like the four things I enjoy I hate Rebels I, I hate CIS F uh, First Order just isn't doing it for me yeah. because they don't have anything that yeah. poor faction you know thank uh -huh. God they need something you know uh, and so it's like how do you reconcile wanting to win versus what's fun right mm -hmm. that's always the eternal battle yeah and yet. Do I really care enough because, you know, I'm just, I'm happy when I win, but I don't think I put enough in to do something yeah. about it. No, I, if that I think you sense. and Dan are kindred, kindred spirits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, for sure. I, I did actually buy it to see I mean, CIS at one point in time, and then I never played it and sold it back to the guy I bought it from. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think the best example is I made it to my 
second finals of a regional or okay the hyperspace trial they held another one in kentucky mm-hmm. all right i mean matt wasn't there so there's this huge power vacuum so i would <laughs> why not me so i uh so i you know i'd won the first regional in murray if you guys whether you knew that or not um okay and then uh i get to uh we have one in our own backyard and i make it to the finals and this is going to be the ninth game of the day right we decided to do this in one day yeah and I just didn't care. It was for a ticket to world, which I knew I wasn't going to go to mm-hmm. um, because I was going to be in Scotland. Oh, uh, so I, 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 I couldn't make it to worlds that uh, this was just this, this is in 2019. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and there I am. I'm, a, I'm up against a guy I know up from Indy, uh, Joe Konopa, a good friend of mine. And I'm like, I just, I just don't care. And so I just said, Hey, you want to, you want to dice off for this, even though he's got a decided, Sal- final salvo yeah. against me mm-hmm. and he's like no man i want to play and i'm like look i'm old i'm in my mid-50s i can't you know i i really don't care here's all these things let's just roll for it he's like no i want to play and the more he's talking the more he's starting to piss me off <laughs> i'm like really yeah. i've got two i6s against you i'm gonna crush you do you really want to do this and i'm suddenly finding myself like yeah let's go <laughs> and then that's what he says you know the more i think about it i still have a two-hour drive home Maybe you're right. Let's go ahead and final seven. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I just, if, I mean, if I was competitive, if it really mattered, there's no way I would have like just conceded that. I would have maybe pressed my advantage and maybe try to win that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, there's, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I maybe had a slight edge. Maybe I should have done that, but I just, eh, eh, yeah, whatever. I, I, I didn't care. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Clint, uh, you know, of course, had his uh, his epic uh, moment where uh, in the finals of the St. Louis Grand Championships, he uh, the he same thing. We were like, they drove your Jedi aces into a CIS <laughs> droid swarm. Yes. <laughs> like, Just feed me, Seymour, feed me. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. So you guys, I that was um, actually something I wanted to talk about, like. You were one of the first generation X Wing podcasts, right? First or second? Oh, I wouldn't. I don't know about that. You don't think uh, it was that long? Do not associate me with the creation of the show. I took over the show, <laughs> and and I and okay. I and I say that semi facetiously, semi accurately. Um, <laughs> I God, I, I I can look back at our show and look up the date of the first one. I have no idea. Um, Maybe in 2014. I'm, I'm not. I'm not positive. Maybe 2015. I could. You know what? I could probably do that right now. Yeah. Bring up your so, favorite podcast app. So I just so let's know... stall. Go ahead and fill the time, Dan, while I look this oh, yeah. up. So I know that when I first started playing, which was in times ago, probably 2017 ish. Sure. Probably. So maybe 2016, 2017, somewhere around in there. You guys already had a fairly established backlog of episodes. That while I was working with nothing to do, I listened to most of them, all of them, along with what, Nova. What you think? I enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I reached out to you to have you on the podcast was because I enjoyed your episodes so uh, much more than I did Nova's. <laughs> My episode. A while, yes, a long while. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. I'll take every single fan I can. Get. Um, okay. Our our first episode was February 19th, 2016. So these okay. were by uh, a guy named David Housenet. Connect, yes. Housenet. D House. D House is what we call uh-huh. him. D House. And Joe and, and their friend Corey. And 
they were, they live uh, east of me in Lexington and they would travel to us. And so we got to know each other as players. And these, these guys, I remember when these guys showed up, they were brand new. They only played each other, I think, uh, in school because they were both going to UK, University of Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And they were good. These, these kids just showed up out of nowhere and they were kicking everyone's butt. And so it was pretty exciting. And so, you know, podcasts were becoming a big thing, right? So they thought, why not us? So sure, Scum and Villainy was already on the air. Nova was on the air. I don't think the Minox had started yet. Um, so there were, there were, there were a few. Um, so it's, it's hard for me to say whether we were one of the first or not, but, uh, and then I think by episode seven or eight, because, you know, of course, my name gets mentioned because we're very insanely small meta. There's either Louisville or how far away are you from, like, say, um, you're in St. Louis. Yeah. Where, where's Smittle and 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 uh, Howard and stuff like that? KC, They're out of where? Four hours straight west. And four hours. Oh my God. Oh, that's yeah. See, so so you occasionally see each other, but not like we're like we would see each other because we're only an hour apart. Yeah. So we'd see each yeah. other like I mean, every so event, we right? see them so. more often in St. Louis than anything else because Doug's father lives in St. Oh, Louis. Oh, those guys travel. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah, travel. and they travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there's yeah. a lot of like mid Illinois guys that we we yeah we actually see more a lot people of our from tournaments and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. more mm -hmm. than like Smittle. Right. They're, they're closer to them. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Um, so they would bring me up and I just couldn't help them make commentary to them in whatever forum or something like this. And then at some point I was just being so obnoxious. They had to have me on the show and then I never left <laughs> to their regret. So, uh, so yeah, I, I kind of, you know, it's interesting as the host, the mindset, okay, if it's not obvious to everyone and, and let me, and I apologize if it hasn't been up to this point, me being an obnoxious over the top egomaniac, that is for the most part, an act. <laughs> there's a little truth to it. I mean, there's. I mean, to, to some. I mean, you know, it's just like uh, embrace what you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. I'm a little bit of a diva. I just don't like to think I'm as bad as how I portray yourself. It, it, I, I'd like you have a character. A um, I think we all right, we all have right. a and little bit of a character it. that we play up. You know, sure. Right, and and for fear that people are not getting that, then it's easier to also do, adopt uh, self-depreciation, right? I mean, if, if you're not getting the fact that this is an act, well, then here, it's easy then to just pile on me and uh, let me help you. Let's make fun of Gordon. Yeah. So then it works. But at the same time, you've got the mindset of, but you still have to be a little bit of a leader. And to some extent, I am that as the quote-unquote host. And I ana the analogy I have to that is like, it's like being the front man of a, of a rock band or something like that. It's like we all make group decisions. We don't do anything without everyone being fully on board. Yeah. But someone's got a pilot like Emily, right? Yeah. So that's that's all it is. It's like we're always self-monitoring. And it's easy for you guys to do this. I imagine you can appreciate this as you're all sitting there together. You can get a sense of how the show is going. Mm -hmm. We are frantically sign languaging sign languaging at each other like crazy when we think there's a lag or we need to change the topic or or whatever it's just a if you could see yeah. a camera of how fast more, we are. more for us it's yeah. more flirting with each yeah. other ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, not your wife but yeah yeah oh yeah oh there you go <laughs> nice wink there <laughs> yeah <laughs> And we also are uh, fans of uh, self-deprecation as well. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So I mean, you know, sure. scrubs. So, <laughs> so I can't understand why we like you. From us. That's great. That's the best compliment. So, so one of our sticks is that we steal f the the things we like from other podcasts. We steal from them <laughs> unapologetically. Yeah. 
<laughs> they don't listen anyways. It's fine. But so one other thing, though, to, I'm sorry. The, the one other thing I'd like to add, though, is, is there is a big part of the reason why we don't really record that much. And that's we're all kind of at the point where it's like unless we're super inspired by something. We're not going to get together and record. Yeah. yeah. So whereas a show is like, like, I don't know to what extent you guys have this because you have a Patreon. I don't know where you feel like your obligations lay. I You can hear it in the Fly Better thing. It's like they've got a ton of people, right? Yeah. They're the mm-hmm. number one podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, they need to put out material weekly. They are. Yeah for lack of a better way of putting it, very beholding or a slave to their to their show. Mm-hmm. And I've done the content creation song and dance before, before multimedia, when it was just the written word, when the internet bubbled before it burst, there was tons of money. And I used to get paid to do video game reviews, computer game reviews mm-hmm. and stuff like this. And I, you know, I used to write for a magazine and then I wrote for web pages and I made bank. And what sucked was, and this is the difference between say me and Dion is I grew to hate my hobby because it had suddenly become my job. Yeah. And like, whereas Dion is going to put in 40 hours a week for X-Wing as well as his day job yeah. as a, as a music teacher. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I vowed I was never going down that rabbit hole again. So the only reason you'll hear me lead the charge on us getting together to record, assuming one of the other guys isn't even screaming louder than I about something demanding we all get together is I've really got to feel moved to do it and passionate about something or it's not going to happen. And if it means we go a year without (laughs) recording a show, then so be it. And the other difference is we're not trying to build a community. You guys have a discord. You guys have Patreon. That's what gets listenership up. Yeah. We don't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It, so we're always going to be low ranked as a result. And that that was what my what my question was going to kind of lead to is like, hey, do, do you know how often you because, you know, I do enjoy listening to your podcast. It was mm-hmm. like, do you know if you have any sort of uh, schedule? But you just get kind of gave me the answer there is no. like when <laughs> when you feel like there's something to talk about. And that's actually one of the motivations when we started the show was to do every other week instead of every week, because we don't like listening to X-Wing new- newscasting. Mm-hmm. And we feel like right. when you get to the every week, you're going to you're gonna run out of topics to talk about. And it's not going to be... Yeah. We were very much the conversational. That's why we like having... Sitting in, in next to each other, <laughs> talking to each other. Because, you know, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that if we didn't have mics in front of us, we'd be sitting in front of each other talking, talking to each this. other about X-Wing. So it was like, oh, let's just put mics in front yeah. of our face. And yeah, and that's threatened for us. We think we may not have that as an option in the future. So who's to say we're going to keep the show going? We may try to do it over Zoom or whatever, but the magic's lost, don't you think? Uh, for it's us, harder. I mean, yeah. like if we couldn't <laughs> no, be, if we, if you were to do, it, if we couldn't be in person, it would be a lot harder. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did it, and those episodes yeah. were. We did. We did Subpar. like. Yeah, we did three or four episodes, and they were okay. They like, were we've, okay. We've still got. I mean, we've still got a good interpersonal rapport just as a group in general i think like because we're all such good friends you know we've we've we were able to to pull through it for those few episodes where we were recording remotely but to do that kind of thing long term yeah probably not yeah i don't think okay is enough and and there's too many shows out there Mm -hmm. yeah i mean now we're getting into a giant echo chamber i mean Mm -hmm. i i really do think everyone needs to endeavor to even if it's a little thing what's what's the thing about you that you're not going to get anywhere else and play that for all it's worth Mm -hmm. 
We try to. <laughs> so, I mean, so, you said that you think that it's you're you're probably done. Like, even after vaccinations and so on and so forth, do you think you guys won't be able to get together, like in person? Uh, the only reason I say this is uh, our producer has two girls, and as they get older, the demands on his life and his schedule change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it gets very, very hard. Now, as long as he'll let us come to his house and do that, that's fine. But if it gets to the point, even with our insanely infrequent uh, <laughs> recording schedule, yeah. where he's like, I know I haven't seen you in six months, but man, this is such a pain for you guys to show up. And he really wants to move us towards online, then there's a good chance that may be what does it in. We can't yeah. say. We haven't tried it yet. We have to do a couple sample shows and see how we feel about it. But I mean, flip a coin at this point, man. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, on that note, I was going to say, <laughs> well, thanks, so, thanks for I the mean, downer. I guess to wrap up the show, <laughs> though, I feel like since you're on, we do need to talk about the Steelers. <laughs> oh. Uh, we don't. Right. We none of okay, us. Now you none guys of us are St. Louis, so none of us know anything. I, I don't about know sports. anything about it Rams, whatsoever. Lost the Rams. I, I just know that this okay, is a word right. that you say often on your podcast. So, <laughs> so the Steelers. Yes. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Oh man, that could be a show unto itself if you followed what happened to them. They went undefeated and then they became the worst team in the league, still stuck in the playoffs by virtue of their record. So <laughs> that was just a terrible, terrible experience. Uh, that was so bad. The, uh, yeah, you guys may not care, but they had success simply because of their COVID protocols. They had a guy, their head coach, who I knew would not let those guys misbehave and be out of line. And they had a locker room that was going to make certain they all stayed within their bubbles and not test positive for COVID, right? Because then that meant your players couldn't go play. Yeah. And they ran into every single team that couldn't screw that up more <laughs> that kept then pushing and ruining their when they would play. Mm-hmm. So they would go two weeks without a game. And now you've got to play three games within, like, say, eight days. And that's tough to do as uh, with football, right? You get hurt. You need time to recover. Yeah. So they started off with this this undefeated season, which was amazing, not because they were great, simply because they had to act together and other teams didn't. Yeah. And then it all just fell apart. Man, that was the <laughs> most boring portion of our <laughs> podcast ever. So, so I got to tell you, Gordon, there you go. As, you as soon as I got you talking you about sports, Clint was over there flipping me I off. I nodded off. <laughs> Clint was sitting there flipping me off that entire time. Fantastic. Oh, oh that's great. That's great. So, Clint, <sighs> the great thing about this season, <laughs> here's your uh, Scrubs After Dark uh, episode right. you keep talking about. Uh-huh. There you go. Scru- right, your Patreon, there you go. You you take this out, and then Patreon li- listener, uh, subscribers, uh-huh. listen to Gordon ramble on about the Steelers that <laughs> you need to go to sleep. Scrubs After Dark is an Why hour. Drill when you can listen to right. Gordon talk about the Steelers. It's win-win. Scrubs After Dark is just Gordon for an hour talking about a, mo- a monologue about the Steelers. <laughs> Fantastic. Record this and send it to you weekly. Yeah. It's a new tier of Patreon. Yeah. We pay you, the Scrubs, $2 to listen to this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I love it. Oh, that's great. Alright, well, we've uh, rambled on long enough at this point. I think mm-hmm. it's time to call it. Uh, well, Gordon, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Uh, 
I, I, I'm very flattered that you guys were so desperate and how everyone else turned you down <laughs> that you finally came to me to ask me on the show. That's yeah, great. And, uh, it was great for, for, to, for you guys to have me on as well. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Matt, thanks for joining us. <laughs> uh, we're never going to hear from Matt again, right? He's done. Right? He, well, I mean, he'll be off the cast as soon as we find a permanent replacement. So after your trial run, you'll be, you know, under consideration. Um, so you know we'll we'll, so I fail the we'll contact you. The next one. Don't Good. contact us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why am I kicked out of your Discord? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. Thanks a lot. This has been it's been really refreshing to talk about X Wing to a person who's not one of these four people that's sitting in the room with me. <laughs> yeah, like, I give you that. I, I you know. Oh. Like... Oh. <laughs> And my complete lack of knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> Usually that's my role to fill in this cast. Yeah, yeah right, right. Uh, real quick, I love what you guys write. I have been reading those for a very long time, Honest, honestly. Cool. Um, awesome. Matt, you need to crank out more stuff that needs to be the points change. Hon- I mean this. It, it, as much stuff as we can get out there in the hopes that it makes their way to yeah. where it needs to go, mm-hmm. or at the very least is people thinking so, about it, please continue. Yeah, to do normally that. I do it every two weeks, but I've been cranking them out every week because I want to get them before the points change happen to see if, you know, we can. Right. Compare and contrast, yeah. right, 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 right. No, keep keep at it. And 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 Dan, you have a, a uh, I think you have a great vo- voice personality, and uh, I love what you write. And so I I have read everything, and it's fantastic. Well, thank you. Yeah, I haven't written anything in a while, but uh, eventually I'll get back to it. Yeah. That- well, remember, a whole year has gone by that doesn't really that count. True. So I'm assuming you wrote something in 2019 when I last yeah. read no, it. And, and, and going back to what you were talking about, you know, being passionate about something, that's mm-hmm. kind of where we were at, where it was like, we don't have the content. Absolutely. It was, it was mm-hmm. just like, I, I have, for me, I, ha- I have, I have a little bit of an ego and I have opinions. So here's my opinions on points change, mm-hmm. but that's all I really have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the blog, for me, mostly I need competitive X-Wing to be inspired to write anything. So, um, Right, so it's yeah, it's been difficult mm-hmm. to do anything. No, it's like where do you find your muse? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so announcements and uh, oh, nonsense? announcements and nonsense. Um, I don't know if we have any announcements and nonsense. Uh, we this haven't time. planned our next Aces High event yet. Started. We I mean, we'll have one haven't. the start of a month. There will probably there will be something. Yeah. There, oh. Then. Uh, good work, everyone, with Fit West Scrub. That's what oh, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Scrub. I mean, people have been putting mm-hmm. in lots of time, so. Kudos. Keep at it. You guys have hardly any channels, and two of them are dedicated to FitWest. What the <laughs> well, heck? One's for just reporting, and the other one is for discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. So are, are you familiar? I don't care. But you could win a, a guest spot on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're breaking up? I said, but you could win a guest spot on the podcast. Yeah, you're breaking up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that's, uh, just not for you, Gordon, but for the, uh, the rest of the listeners. Good uh, work. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's cool. You know, spring is finally upon us and we can mm-hmm. actually get out and walk or bike or oh, whatever. And, and congratulations to Matt Bear on a killer marathon time. He ran his first marathon today in three hours and 26 minutes. That's ridiculous. It's insane. It's less than an eight-minute mile for 26 miles. He's a beast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, good work, Matt. Yeah. Good Good job. If uh, if we didn't find your voice so annoying, you would be automatically be Matt's replacement. <laughs> I mean, he is a remarkably handsome and fetching man, but, uh, you know, 
His voice. <laughs> he, he also failed the audition, I guess. <laughs> hey, there's too much overlap with Dan. Oh, wait, I'd love to hear this. Come on. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He can still hear it. Better to my face, baby. Let her rip. I'm stuck in a cargo container with the guard of the blaster pointed at my head. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, yeah, very good. Um, yeah, all right. So, so yes, announcements. Others, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I think that's nothing else. All right, sweet. All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, close it out with my uh, usual scripted ramble, and mm -hmm. uh, then we'll call it good. All right. You can follow the Midwest Scrub team on Facebook for all the latest blog and podcast content, as well as info on St. Louis, Louis area events, such as our Aces High Night. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode, and Facebook is the easiest way to share your feedback with us. Or Discord. I forgot Discord. Discord is the thing. Discord also. Yeah. Uh, for, apparently this is an old script I'm reading. That's fine. We Scrubs have been active on TTS, so if you want to have a virtual game, let us know. Yeah, and events are starting to actually open up in St. Louis for open play as well. A few. Uh, so, right, to some extent. You know. Yeah. There's That's like a thing. there's like one game store and you know one other thing. So like yeah, so keep an eye out for in-person play in St. Yeah. Louis with masks on because that's probably about to start happening yeah, yeah. in earnest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Thanks, Gordon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>